Brought to you by Soul Fire Productions. Hello and welcome to Mother the Mother. I am McLean McGowan. This podcast is an offering for all women to gather energetically, sister to sister, mother to mother, to co-create a sacred space for healing, educating, and sharing as we journey through motherhood and womanhood. It is such an incredibly powerful moment in time to be a woman, and I thank you for showing up on behalf of yourself and for all of the women in your lives, past, present, and future, to honor our matriarchal lines, all who came before, and all who will come after. Hi everyone, thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm your host, McLean McGowan. It is such an honor to be here with you. Thank you for taking the time to nourish and nurture yourself in all the ways on all the days. I am sitting here steeped in gratitude for you all, for this community, for this container we're building and growing in the Mom Club membership, for all of my incredible clients and my one-on-one coaching program, and all of my inspirations and all of the women that lift me up, all my mom friends, my female friends, my own mom, my daughters. I'm just sitting here really feeling it, feeling the divine power within us all. And it's so huge and expansive when we can tap into her within our own selves and then witnessing and seeing it in each other. So sending such big love out to all of you. Hope you are treating yourself with love and compassion and patience, just as we do with our little ones. I'm going to just jump right in to my guest today, Jenna Black, who is such a badass. She's also a new mama and she is such an inspiration to me via the gram. I've been following her for a couple of years now. And it's also been really cool to see her changing as we are all constantly changing and being honest in our changes. And I'm so inspired by that, by being coached or led by other women who really embrace their seasons in their lives, because I certainly do with mine. And I encourage that in my clients and my friends. And I don't know, it's just been really cool to witness her up-leveling. And she's got a massive following on Instagram and her taglines for her courses are money queen and higher self, higher wealth. And she is the host of the magnetic as fuck podcast. And you will see all the info in the show notes to connect with her, to follow, to learn from her. I guess a couple of the main points I love about her is that she really pulls on the magic of life and womanhood and the worthiness and using crystals and affirmations and a little bit more of the spiritual side of business, which is what I am really aligned with, whether or not I really share that a lot. It's the basis of my whole work foundation and career. So I love that she really puts it out there and leads with that and teaches other women that maybe aren't as tapped into that how to really learn more and commit to it and watch their lives blossom from that. So I'm so grateful that she was willing to sit down and have a chat with me over Zoom. She is in Australia. I am in L.A., and I hope you enjoy this episode as much as I enjoyed having the chat. This was a couple of months ago now, but still relevant as ever. And I just look forward to learning more and more from her as I uplevel my game too. Sending love out to all of you. Jema. Jenna, thank you so much for being here today. I'm so honored that you asked me on. I'm excited to share and speak with you and connect with you. So, yay. Big congrats on your daughter turning one. That's such a thrill. Yes. 
I know. Yeah. It's one of those things where everyone says it, but it really does fly. But then it's also like, whoa, what an achievement. (laughs) Made it through that first year. My husband and I were just talking about that the other day and just being proud of ourselves for (laughs) making it through. Yeah. Such a rite of passage. And it is for me. And I've shared on this podcast a couple of times about for me personally, two years really feels like I come out of the postpartum portal. I really am back in my energy, but that first year is like definitely a huge one of an energetic, like, okay, you know, we've kind of gotten it going. We've figured out so much out. And then now it's, you kind of have your game plan. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you get to know your child so much more and understand their little quirks and how they run their life and, you know, and and just like more of the the nuclear family and how it all works together and functions uniquely. And yeah, so it's lots of learning, (laughs) lots of learning. It's good. (laughs) And it continues. I mean, my daughters are nine. Absolutely. And it's like, you know, still like each stage and development. So there's so many things that we could talk about today, even just on the topic of money and women. I mean, that could be a full podcast forever. And I love your podcast. And one of the things I wanted to underline exclamation point that I love and really appreciate about your podcast is a lot of your solo episodes are succinct and to the point and brief, which as a mom, thank you. (laughs) Yeah, you're welcome. Because that is, that is who I would love. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. Like I'm your main kind of avatar or whatever. Yeah. It's really true because I don't get to listen to podcasts as much as I want to, because I just don't have the bandwidth or the time. And so mm-hmm. I really love that about you. And it's actually inspired me to try to keep mine a little bit shorter, but just to get in and dive in and get the info and then get out is really a yeah. gift that I really honor because I just... I want the nuggets and I want the golden and not a lot of talking. So thank you for that. Yes. <laughs> that was yes, before you had a kid too. So uh, yeah, that was, I always wanted to create a really short podcast, a bite-sized, yeah, you know, fun, snappy to the point just to yeah. wake you up each day. And yeah, so I'm happy that that's received. <laughs> Very much received. And I found you through Natalia Benson. Oh yeah. One and- of my best friends. Yeah, she's. I, I love you guys' work and you guys on each other's podcasts. And she's been an inspiration to me too of really looking at our money stories. And mm-hmm. it's, I feel like never ending work. And I've, I haven't, I wouldn't say completely excavated my entire money story. I kind of dip in and dip out mainly because of a time thing, to be honest, in a work yeah. thing. But I do really, I've just transitioned in my work in the past month. And so I feel Mm. even more motivated and excited to look a little bit deeper into that because I just know that it is affecting me, even though I feel like on a pretty topical level, I I do have a good relationship with money. It is so much that deep familial stuff, you know, even if you have money, you know, it's just not these like white and black things. It's our whole relationship with money, our whole society's relationship with money. And I noticed within myself that I really, in the past especially, have cog-blocked receiving money in mm. the fact that I don't view it as a spiritual path. And that's something that you really speak to. That is, So I just wanted to highlight that because that's why your work has been so resonant with me is there's something you said once about how selling is spiritual work. And that yeah. really, I love that because that's something that I'm really stepping into right now. Like I know my mission, 
with every cell of my body. I'm in my 40s now. Like I've put in the work, I've put in the trainings, I've put in the time. And I know without a doubt that it's ready to bring into the world in a bigger way. And so I just have to get out of my own way. So I'm excited mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. into more of your work in the coming months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And thank you for sharing that. Like it is so layered, right? And you said like, I'm not done with my money story and I'm not either. I don't think we ever really are. It's just a different layer, a different, you know, as we go to a new level, there's more layers that unfold as well. So it's interesting. It's always kind of, it's this path that we just stay on and we continue to navigate as we expand and as we up level and as we step deeper into our purpose as well, more layers come through. But yeah, I really do see selling as a spiritual thing. It's a spiritual act of service because you are creating that gateway for somebody to transform, to transport, to awaken, to activate, to heal, whatever it looks like in your work through you. And if you're denying them that by not selling, by not offering what it is that you're creating, there's that blockage there. There's that disconnect, the gates kind of closed. So yeah, I really, I love to empower other women to really own that and to own their message and to own their mission and, and receive for that, be paid well for it. Because I I really believe that women like you and I and the ones that are in our communities, we're going to up-level the world (laughs) and we need money as a resource and money can be a beautiful resource to do that, to circulate that wealth. Yeah. And really looking at money as just that energy and that give and that take. And that's really empowered me to be like, yeah, I want to be making this amount so that I can give back freely without thinking about it. You know, I can give to whatever charity or woman on the street or whomever Mm -hmm. I want without worrying about my bills, you know? And that I think, I mean, it gives me chills just thinking about that. And that's been something Mm. that I've really learned through the money work too, is we all can rise up together if women and supporting women can become the yes. new normal, you know? Yes, and absolutely. That is not about taking a back seat because we, you know, we've done that for mm-hmm. a long Yeah. So that's, for those, that's time's over. <laughs> time's up. For those of you that have not heard of you, I'm sure actually most of the people listening have heard of you and listened to your podcast, but would you give us just a little bit of a nutshell about how you got into the money work? Mm, Yeah. Well, I started my first business. I actually worked in the fashion industry, which when I think about that version of me, (laughs) it's like a totally different person. I worked in the fashion industry my whole twenties, pretty much up until I was 27. And I had my satin return and my intuition and my soul was like yanking me out of there. (laughs) So I started my first business as a health coach, a holistic health coach. I was going through my own health issues and discovered health coaching and was lit up by it and didn't even know what the coaching industry really was back then. It was totally new and exciting and wild. And so I signed up and got my certification and became a health coach. And I think it was within the first six weeks, I realized my money issues (laughs) were big. And even the term money mindset was brand new to me. Didn't know what that was either. I was like a little kid just learning all these things. And so I started going down my own money story of healing my money beliefs and looking at my childhood and my conditioning, my programming, looking at the energy that I have around money and started to really not just pivot with my money story and start to see the impact of healing those money wounds and healing my self-worth wounds as well. But also I started to pivot in my business because I was so lit up by this work and even the word abundance, I was like, oh, there's something in that. I, I, my soul just activated and lit up. And I realized that health coaching just wasn't fully expanding me. And I wasn't in flow when I was in sessions with clients. And I started to just do some abundance work on the side and you know, kind of coach some friends and explore that industry and explore business coaching and all the things that come with that. And I was just hooked on it. And it just became just a passion of mine and just something that 
I couldn't not do. And it was really interesting because it was so much of it was me giving myself permission to just own that this is something I'm going to do when I was like, who am I to teach on money and abundance when I've had so many issues with it? And I'm like struggling to pay my rent some days and just like freaking out of my boyfriend and husband now, but boyfriend at the time was, you know, lending me money. And I was just a hot mess really in business, but I kept doing the work and I kept doing the money story healing. And I kept tapping into a new frequency and a new identity and remembering my power and remembering my worth and doing a lot of healing work and seeing different energy healers and seeing the results. And I knew I wanted to pass that on to other women. I knew I wanted to give them that spark of when you do feel at peace with money. And that's really my ultimate goal is that peacefulness because so often when we think of money, it's not peaceful. Totally. <laughs> it's the opposite of that. Yeah. And yeah. And so in 2016, I think it was, I started Abundant Boss. That was my kind of original abundance business. And then that's transformed just under my own name since then. It's kind of gravitated to that. But yeah, I've been doing this work since then. Now it's, it's so much more prevalent, but you've really been here from the beginning. Yeah. You've had a lot of change. <laughs> I've been in the coaching industry a long time, actually, when I was thinking about it. I mean, my, my business turned six on 2nd of January. So we're just recording this a few days later. So yeah. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I love something you said about the peace with money because mm. it is such an energetics. I mean, we all know people that don't have a lot of money, the physical money, and are so happy. People that are so rich or so wealthy and are mm-hmm. miserable. It's not just mutually exclusive. It's really yeah. fun peace with your worth and what you're asking and what you're receiving. Mm. And, you know, as a doula, which I've been for eight years and I'm now moving into the coaching sphere more, I've been doing it, but now I'm really, you know, with two children, it's been a juggle to do yeah. my side coaching and then the doula work in home. And it came to a point in the past couple of months where all arrows of the universe were like, it's time, it's time. Yeah. You know? yeah. And I was like, thank you. Finally, I've been very stubborn, like message received. But, you know, throughout these past eight years, it's been so much about learning my worth, standing in my worth. And I predominantly work with and for women, many of whom share finances with their partners, right? But so much of what I talk about in the postpartum care is putting your money into your healing, into the health of the family, which as you know, as a mom is so crucially important, you know? And so it's just been interesting because I feel like I've been, I have been doing money work through my clients, but just in a different Mm. sphere of, and in my own healing has resulted from that. And now I'm really at the point now where I'm just like, yeah, this is it. That's my rate, you know? Yeah. Beautiful. But it's, it's been a journey. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why like a big part of my mission is not just financial wealth, it's wealth on all levels. It's spiritual, energetic, emotional, physical wealth. I want women to feel like they're not just financially embodied in this large amount of money that they get to hold and circulate and redistribute, but they feel embodied in themselves, in their worth, in their work, in their mission. So that when they're financially wealthy, they're also spiritually wealthy, they're energetically wealthy. And that's really important to me because there's a lot of money coaches out there that will just focus on the finances. And I saw that so much in my industry, but I was like, there's something, there's so much missing there. It's like, it's not just about the money. It's about the embodiment of who you are and your power and your worth. And really my money story has always come back to my worth. (laughs) It always comes back to that. And when we look at that, when we actually empower ourselves and we own who we are and we own our message and our mission, all that goodness, 
that's when we're really able to use our wealth in a positive way, to circulate it in a positive way, to empower others, to heal our families, to heal ourselves, you know? So yeah, that's, that's really deeply important to me that it's holistic. It is holistic. And especially as you become a mom, even when you're talking, you know, something I'm just thinking about which I feel with my clients a lot is like someone will say, or a woman will say to me, you know, my toddler doesn't want to eat this. My toddler doesn't want to sit down. I'm like, well, how are you eating? Oh, I'm standing over Mm. the kitchen sink eating. I'm not making time for my own meals. And it's like, yeah, Yeah. we're modeling that. So Mm -hmm. really we're modeling that for our children too, which is Mm. so exciting that we get to raise our daughters, you know, especially like, yeah, that's your, that's your worth. I mean, my daughter, my nine-year-old is always like, I want to come to work with you, mom, but like, let's just be clear. I'm getting paid. Okay. I love her. (laughs) That's the best. I know. And I was like, thank you. Yes. Something's working. (laughs) Yes. That's so, I love that. (laughs) Yes. And it's, and it's beautiful. I, that is one of the things I love the most about being a mom is just getting to witness having this like beautiful soul that's chosen to come here. And it's like, all right, let's do this consciously empower you just the conversations that we get to have with our daughters different paradigm now and it's it's really exciting such a different paradigm i know mm. it just it it just fuels me you know it really yeah i love that you brought up the embodied because i love in your bio you are wealth and money mystic embodied business mentor mm. I love that it's just so you feel that in the body because women Absolutely. that's what we need to be doing it's the divine feminine right it's the divine mm-hmm. feminine with money yeah, absolutely. I definitely was not taught that. Oh, no way. I mean, I love many yeah. of us weren't. Yeah. So, you know, it's interesting. I think I have seen a change in your posts this year. Were you like, okay, time to rebrand? Like it feels, you feel so feminine still, but fierce. Like you're mm-hmm. <laughs> like, there's more black in them, which I love because I, I wear black all the time, but it just feels like I don't know. You just feel like you're on, you're on fire. Do you feel that energy? Thank you. Yes. Yeah, I really do. It's interesting. I had December and November basically off social media. I looked at my post uh, history and I think I'd posted maybe mid-November and then not again till January or end of December. And I really went into a bit of a dark night of the soul, you know, rite of passage, I guess, to move into this next stage of my business. And for me, it has been about the embodiment work I've been doing. 2020 for me was all about I mean, obviously I was in my first year of postpartum. So there's that, which is journey in itself. Yeah. And I think going through that actually took me into deeper levels of self-expression and owning all the levels of me that want to come through and really looking at my daughter and back to what we're saying, like modeling, you know, I want to be the fullest expression of me so that she is that in herself so that she can see it's safe to do that, that she's worth being who she is, that her uniqueness is beautiful. And I realized that I was holding back parts of me in the way even that I want to express my programs, what I want to put into them. And I'm really tapping into more embodiment work myself. So I've really been doing the work in 2020 and now we're in 2021. I'm like, okay, let's share this now. I wanted to give myself that space to embody it first so that I can teach it from an empowered space. But yeah, there's new layers and new levels coming through into my work now. And I've been really consciously tapped into, I've been doing a lot of, you know, just like not looking at anyone else's stuff and just dropping into my body and also connecting to my soul even deeper, connecting to my guides, my angels. I've been really opened up psychically since having a baby, which is a whole other level. It's been really powerful. So yeah. Thank you for witnessing that because I've felt it and I hope that that I wanted to. 
Yeah, no, it's coming. You know, that was my intention that was coming through. And it's because I think I dropped off social media for, for about six weeks and just really allowed myself to trust my message, who I am, how I want to express my message and who I am in the world and, and these new levels that I want to mentor my clients around, you know, so it's exciting. It's all, it's all happening. Yeah. Really awesome. And I do yeah. think collectively and personally, you know, now is the time to really mm. be in our authentic selves and not anything mm. back. And that is, that is something that I, I still am struggling with a little bit is just what to share, what not to share. I don't share a lot on social media for my own family protection and different, Mm. you know, family, but it is something I grapple with because one of your posts recently, which was so beautiful was what are you holding back in your soul that needs to come out kind of that, Mm. you know, that is blocking you. And I I do see that within myself, but it's also, Mm. you know, finding that balance. And I guess we all have to find that of where, where to share, what not to share, what is private, what's not private and having our truest goals for ourselves that people don't even know about, you know what I mean? Which Mm -hmm. I think is important too. Absolutely. I've always said that to my clients and the women I work with, you don't have to share everything. Absolutely not. And I think there's a sacredness in having some desires just for yourself yeah just for you you know and I have many that I'm working with right now you know in my body and my health and who I am as a woman and just keeping those to myself not even sharing them with family or my husband or anything and just allowing that and then trusting okay I'm called to share this because I I want to help the women in my community, then it's different. Then I, I trust that that message wants to come through. I've really been tuning into the energies lately of what wants to be expressed outwards or what wants to just come and, and stay with me <laughs> and just trusting those different energies going through. And that's still something I'm mastering as well. You know, when I get called to share something and I kind of think, should I, shouldn't I, but just trusting that soul. Yes. And that's what this program that I'm doing at the moment is all about, like trusting the yes, trusting that internal turn on where you're like, okay, yes, it's a yes. I know it. So yeah. yeah. The mind and more into the the gut or mm. the heart of the intuition. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, w- I went through a similar 2020 as I'm sure a lot of us have where I just, yeah. I, I didn't even know how to put words to it. I was just like, I'm changing. <laughs> I'm going yeah. through something big and I don't even know how to describe it, but it's mm-hmm. and I'm just trusting. My signature Mother of the Mother coaching sessions support your journey through womanhood and motherhood in mind, body, and spirit. These coaching sessions meet you where you are now with the aim of where you want to go. Whether you are entering into a new relationship, you're wanting to conceive, you're newly pregnant, approaching your birth in the midst of your postpartum shift, or a mother needing to reclaim her space, or maybe needs a little bit of extra help handling the demands of motherhood. I'm here to support your intentions and your goals. My expertise lies in helping you empower yourself as you deepen into your innate knowing. I'm here to help you align and remember. Through a spiritual yet grounded lens, I help you navigate the topics that arise in transiting through the ages and stages of life, and especially when bringing new life earthside. We are not meant to travel from maiden to mother alone. We need support, we need education, and we need guidance. My intention is to support you, the mother, as you mother. In our society, we are often taught to look outside of ourselves for the answers, and I am here to help you turn inward to find the answers you already possess. If you are interested in working together, please email me or you can go to the link tree in the bio on Instagram at Mother the Mother, or you can email me McLean at Mother the Mother.com and we can schedule a free discovery 
call to see if this is the right time in your life for this kind of coaching. What I do know is 2021 is now the time to go big, to manifest and envision the lives we want to be leading, the kinds of mother we want to be showing up as, the kind of life we want to bring forward. So I'm here to support you, to guide you, to be here on the path with you. We are in it together, always sending love, Jayma. So one thing that I really wanted to speak to, which I loved, and it's beautifully written in your post, which I love also your posts because they're well fleshed out, but they're also succinct and to the point. So again, I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, the energy leaks and mm-hmm. how we lose so much of our time and energy that we're not putting into our business or careers because mm. we're getting these leaks open up. Can you talk to not fully expressing yourself, which we just touched on not having masculine systems in place for monetizing and unpaid invoices, Mm -hmm. boundaries, and, you know, things like that. Like, do you have invoices you haven't sent? You know, and I really, I had one of those, which I was just crazy. I had one of those and I thought, then I thought of your post and I was like, oh my God, clean that up right now because I'm literally telling the universe mm-hmm. need to get paid right now just because I'm like being lazy, you know, but we all do those yeah. like, little things. Little that, things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. I love talking about this and it's something that I've really been diving into more lately because I think I've gone through such a, a shift in closing those energy leaks down. Early years of my business, I was like, my energy was all outside of me. It was like reacting to everything and responding to messages as soon as I'd received them or, you know, I'd wake up each morning and check my phone straight away and be on Instagram or Facebook and just like energy completely drained. Then, you know, I started to make these boundary shifts in my business before I had my baby. But then when I had Ro, my daughter, that was when it was really like, okay, no more. (laughs) Like my energy is my number one priority. And I said that to every woman that I work with energy is your number one priority because when we are fully empowered in our frequency, when our energy is activated through our body, we're embodied in it. It's not out there. It's in, then we're able to serve. We're able to look after our families. We're able to run our businesses in a much more flow-based empowered way. And in business specifically, there's so many energy leaks I see with the women that I work with. And that's one of the big things I love to do with them is seal them up, as I say, close those energy leaks. So you mentioned a few, but for me personally, I'll just share on some of the ones that were coming through for me that I closed up because I think that'd be really helpful. You know, running your business in a certain way that, you know, when I went through coaching school, we got told you got to do sales calls and you have to meet with people, you know, 10, 20 times a week or whatever the rules were that were taught to us. And, you know, I was doing all these kind of things in my business a few years back that I thought were just the way that it was. And that's the way that you run a successful business. And this is how it has to be. And all these kind of rules that we follow. And unconsciously, I think we just start to dive into them. If we're new to business and we're not really sure, we think, okay, well, this is how I have to do it to create success, to create the money, to create the life that I want. And I started to tune in on my energy with these things I was doing, running sales calls, responding to messages, constantly checking social media, even creating offers that I thought I should do in a, in a, you know, packaging them perfectly in a way that I thought they had to be sold. All the things that I thought were kind of the way you do it. And my energy just felt so restricted when I thought about these things that I had set up in my business. And that's how I run my whole life now is like, does this turn my energy on in an expansive way? Does my soul feel like a yes to this? Or is this feeling restrictive or draining in any sort of way? And just trusting where my energy falls. So 
yeah, I just started to highlight all the things that were draining my energy and those energy leaks and started to seal them up. So I started to do no more sales calls, especially as a mama. I just did not have the capacity to do that. And I also made the decision that my sole clients were already ready to work with me. They'd already been making up their mind. They don't need a fancy sales call or sales page to do that. They've been making up their mind maybe for months, you know, just through all of my content. You have a lot of free content. So it's like people, yeah. people know your vibe and what you're doing. Yeah. Also things around pricing and, and things like that. Like are my prices feeling expansive or not? As you mentioned, like the unpaid invoices, anything around money is a huge energy leak. So, you know, are you even looking at your money? You know, do you feel like there's some sort of, I guess, like a, a fog around your money and you're not really clear on what's happening or what's coming in and out of your business? When I've been in that space before, I feel like my energy is super drained because I'm not clear and empowered. Taking those little actions or big actions, depending on what it is, to say like, this doesn't serve me. This doesn't feel aligned. I'm resisting this thing. This doesn't feel like it empowers me, even in selling and marketing, like looking at all the rules that we play by, you know, you've got to have a perfect plan launch or you've got to do Facebook ads or whatever it is that people tell you to do. And just saying, well, does that feel good for me? Because it's my belief that what feels really aligned for us and what empowers our energy and our soul is what is also the most aligned fit for our soul clients, because it all comes back to us being the most embodied, empowered version. So yeah, those energy leaks can kind of be subtle and they can be sneaky. <laughs> and it's just about going through and and really taking a moment to, I guess, holistically step back and look down on your business and all the moving parts and all the things you spend your time doing, all the habits that you have and ask, does this feel good? What would I shift there? Can I outsource this? Can I eliminate it? Can I change the way that I do it? So for me, messages, for example, and emails. I check emails and messages once a day, occasionally twice a day, but it's never more than that. And that was a big shift for me because I used to be in and out of social media and emails every half an hour. Yeah. No, I check my emails just obsessively just to clean it out. It's not even that I'm looking at stuff. I just want it like clean. I do too. I'm a bit, I'm a bit obsessive with it. Yeah. Yeah. I just found batching it to be more like, okay, I'm just going to sit down intentionally with my energy and say, I'm going to spend 20 minutes doing this and then clear it yeah. rather than like scattered energy. So for me, it's all about energy. It's all about bringing it back into that. And especially as moms, right? Like just really feeling like we are closing up those energy leaks so that we have as much energy as possible for us first yeah. and then everyone else second. It starts like a little bit at a time and then you're mm. really in a deficit and then yeah. it's not going to feel great being paid really well for your work if it doesn't feel like you're actually showing up in your full capacity. Like that doesn't Absolutely. feel like self or your clients. So it is, it is actually really crucial. And that's mm -hmm. what my doula work is like, okay, I still, you know, my priorities are the things that are really important to me. We're then starting to take a back seat because mm. of kind of my hustle and my work. And I was like, no, mm. first and foremost, I'm a mom. Like I need to be mm -hmm. dinner because that's important to me at night, like yeah. really meals. And I want to be doing that in a loving way. And yeah. that's not what mm. my kids like that, you know, and those, those things just, I want those to come first and then the other things. So Absolutely. And, it just yeah. changes. and I think that's something that a lot of women aren't talking about is it mm -hmm. changes and we do change. Mm -hmm. It's actually exciting to change. It's not a negative to change and our yeah. business is going to change with us. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, my business since having a baby has gone through such a transition in itself. I always think of my business as its own entity and I try to separate myself from it because I think so often when I have a personal brand, so it's under my name and face and all of that, and we can get so entwined in it. 
Like if it's not successful right now, then it's about me. I blame myself. I'm not worthy enough. I'm not good enough. Da, 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 da. So I try, I try to see my business as a separate entity. And by doing that, really like looking at it and saying like, what do you need right now? But also this is what I need. <laughs> and like having a conversation, being in dialogue with it, but it does always change as well. And, and flowing with that and surrendering to that and kind of like getting down the, you know, I think of it as like an ocean. It's like, okay, let's, instead of like swimming against the big wave, let's like catch the wave and, and float with it. I love that. And surrender into it. But yeah, my business has gone through so many changes since having a baby, but all, as I can see now, all good, all leading me to deeper alignment with actually the life that I deeply desire and my values, family being one of my top values, if not the top one, building my business around that now. So that, as you said, like when you're with the kid, you're present or when you're cooking, you're like, I'm, I'm in it. I'm in this space right now. I'm not off there with my energy pulling in multiple directions. I'm here. I'm in the now. And that's one of the things with the energy leaks is bringing it back into the now and being in the present moment, because there's so much power in that logistically, because I get hung up on the logistics. Yeah, let's go there. Um, like, so when you started coaching or as mm. your coaching programs have progressed, did you, how did you structure that? And I'm sure it's changed, which I want to hear too, with a kid, but mm. even before, like, did you set specific hours and clients had to fit into your schedule or did you have certain days, which were your coaching days or how did, how did you set that up? Yeah. So before I had row, I was a bit of a hot mess with my coaching boundaries <laughs> and I would have clients book in whenever they wanted to. So I did have my calendar set for certain hours, but it was pretty open. It was quite expansive and all throughout the day. Yeah. And with a baby now, I'm just not able to talk to anyone at any time of the day, as you can imagine. And so, yeah, I was quite like, you know, people could just book in whenever. And I think also I was lacking boundaries with when they could contact me and when they would expect a reply. So people would just expect me to be on messenger with them. And, but that was me, that was on me. I didn't set the boundaries at the start. So now, now, I mean, I don't coach privately that much at all anymore. I'm very limited with who I take on. Um, and I've moved my business more into coaching programs so that I can set the call times and coach groups instead. And that's worked really well. And I'm still building that, but that's been a really great change. But with private clients as well, I'm very clear on these are my set times. And you can expect to hear from me at these times and don't expect anything outside of that. If it does happen, great, but I'm a mama and she's my priority. And I've built my coaching business now in a way where it is very clear with boundaries and I'm very intentional and upfront with that. And my clients like that too. And a lot of my clients are moms too. This feel good. I mean, I know now that I'm more aware of my boundaries when I see another's, I really appreciate it because it's like, okay, Mm -hmm. that's just a container. Yeah. Really clear. Yeah, exactly. It it gives everyone boundaries, right? It, It empowers your clients to have boundaries too. Yeah. So private clients have set times now each week. So it's like, that's your time. And then I know as well, okay, I need someone to look after my child at that time rather than, Oh, when is someone going to book in this week, you know, and having a surprise calendar booking. So yeah. I'm, and I've also got my team now managing that upfront for me. So there's a buffer, which I never had before. I used to be the communication to schedule everything, but now I've got a team member who yeah. does that. So there's kind of that buffer before getting to me, which has been really great as well. Just allowing that space for me to stay in my zone of genius and not worry about scheduling and all that kind of stuff. And just know that that's handled. It takes up yeah. a lot of time. It really does. Absolutely. Yeah. I know when to make that jump. Cause I, you know, I have a lot of 
friends and wellness and coaching and now are doing, you know, the same thing. I feel like you get to a certain level of income or, you know, notoriety or whatever with your, with private coaching or whatever it is. And then it goes into Mm. bigger online groups. Like, how do you know, was it a money amount to you or was it just more of a bandwidth or now you're ready to reach people in a different way? Like that seems like it, I mean, different with each person, but I'm just curious how you knew like, okay, now it's time to really focus on the, the bigger group courses. It really came down to having my baby. It was when I was pregnant with her, how many months? I was probably around four or five months pregnant and I was coaching a lot. That was my main source of income was private coaching. And I started to realize, okay, this baby's coming soon. (laughs) It's going to come by quickly. And I need to start to build in more of a focus on courses and group coaching programs. And I have been doing courses for so many years, not in a way where it's like, this is the primary source of energy and income always it was private coaching so it had to make that transition and there was a little bit of I mean it wasn't always easy to transition from that but now about a year after that it it has become that the courses are the main source of income and energy and private coaching is a smaller amount of time at least yeah so that's been really great but it was really for me it was a bandwidth thing of okay when I'm postpartum I'm not going to be able to And I, nor do I want to be on private coaching calls all the time. I want to really, and I had an amazing doula as well. And she really helped me with that, you know, that fourth trimester and really thinking about like, how do I want to run my business? What amount of time do I want to have with clients versus being a mama? And I really wanted to just be mama mode. And I set up my business probably, yeah, about four or five months out of when she arrived for that to happen. And yeah, my income definitely took a drop at the start of having her for the first maybe three, four months. But I was okay with that. I just surrendered into the fact that, you know what, come back to the truth that I'm always supported. Remember what I teach, which is that we're always looked after and trusting in that. And that moved me through those first few months, but also allowed me to just be with her and be present and also adjust to being a mom. Yeah. I mean, it's like the longest days, but then it goes by in a blink and then you never get those early months back with your baby. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was a bandwidth thing, I think. And then I think it was about four months postpartum that then I started to come back and I haven't, I haven't been coaching privately until the last few months, actually. I've only just opened up private coaching. So then most of her first year of her life of my daughter's life was, has been root coaching courses and things like that. So yeah, it's been really powerful to see that once I just shifted my intention that it can work, business can still thrive and I can just do it in this whole new way and empower other women to do it, that we don't have to do it all, but we can still create the life that we want without doing everything that we think we have to (laughs) just drop it back to what's essential. Work with moms in that new way. Yeah. Yeah. Really embody that. I mean, you Mm -hmm. are, so it's not just talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Motherhood, as we know, is full on. Each new age and stage of our children's development brings vast new lessons, challenges, and victories. It is a lot to hold. And my intention for creating Mom Club is to create a safe and healing space for mothers to gather together. It has been an especially intense time through this portal of 2020, and many of us found ourselves mothering in new ways, working, partnering, showing up for ourselves and each other in completely new ways as we cannot connect as much in person. We need support. We need to sit in circle. We need to feel seen and we need to feel heard. We need to vent and let it go. We need to know that we are in this together, not isolated and alone. So please join us if you are wanting to circle up with sisters, if you're wanting to find your tribe, if you find that you feel isolated or 
not jiving with your friends or you've moved and you don't have a set of mom friends near you, please join us in this virtual circle where we are co-creating a sacred space for dropping into meditation, having an oracle card read, having a chosen topic discussed each month, as well as plenty of time for Q&A. I want this to be a real community where we can connect and share practitioners and resources, where we can find other women on the call nearby and connect in real life. This is a co-creating a circle of trusted sisters. We will circle up, grab a hot mug of tea, light our candle or incense, and drop in with a listening ear and an open heart. If this sounds good to you, check out my Instagram at Mother the Mother, the link tree in my bio. If you sign up, subscribe, I will send you all the deets for the next mom club. We are rolling it out. We started in December, but now we got the momentum moving through into 2021. So please join us. I'm really excited about this community. It's lit, it's on, and we're doing it. Jema. So for people that maybe have not done much money work, which I feel like if you're on Instagram, you're doing money work, but what are kind of the, you know, three to five things that you would recommend women to start honing in on? It's definitely just bringing awareness to it. Number one, we have to be aware of what's going on in our minds, but also in our energy around money. It's not just money mindset. I used to think it was all money mindset, but it's not. It's so much deeper. That's why I teach about embodied wealth. So it's about what is going on internally in our mind. What are the beliefs, the narratives, the stories that we are saying out loud about money, that we are thinking internally, the actions that we take and bringing awareness to where did these originate from? Where was the original seed planted? And as we know, as mamas, conditioning happens in these early years. As soon as we're born, even in the womb, we take on our mother's money conditioning and our our mother's energy as well. And then that continues on as we're taught and as we grow up and as we witness and and hear and see. And so it's about bringing awareness to our money stories because that can be a huge, I mean, I remember when I first did, I wrote 27 pages of money beliefs and memories from childhood. When I first started looking at this, I mean, many years ago, 27 pages in my journal of, which is an A4 journal. (laughs) And I just kept writing because I had unleashed this whole portal of experiences and conditioning and programming from my parents, from my grandparents, from school and everything. So that's the first step because once we shine a light on the ego, the fear, our limiting beliefs or patterns, it can't return fully to the dark. That's my belief. It's like our fears actually want to be returned to light. They want to shift into light. And so we give them that opportunity to heal and transform. So good. Just to get everything Mm. out. Like, yes. Unleash it. Yeah. Yeah. Just any memory that comes up and not just about money, but also around your worth. So that's a whole other thing, but just bringing in that worth story as well. So that's definitely number one, but that could be like the main step for anyone. And that's probably going to take a little bit of time to give yourself, gift yourself that time to do that. From there, it's about, okay, I choose to release this now. And let's heal this and let's break this cycle because with any beliefs, it's often generational. And one thing that I think is really powerful is ancestral healing and inner child healing as well. So they're probably my first, my other two, if I was to share three things, bringing the awareness through firstly, and then using both ancestral healing and inner child healing. So ancestral healing can look different 
for every unique person, obviously, depending on your family and your lineage. But I've been doing a lot of work this year around this and dropping into meditations and bringing through any ancestors that want to be healed, bringing through any ancestors that I want to forgive and choosing to create a new lineage moving forward, choosing to be the one in the chain that creates a new story, the pioneer of the new paradigm and bringing in a lot of that is around forgiveness, acceptance. Acceptance is a big thing as well, just accepting that this is what's happened, but that it doesn't have to be your truth. It actually isn't your truth at all. You know, it's not our truth that we have to work so hard to create money. It's not our truth that money is limited, that it's not for us. That's the ego 3D human conditioning in our society. And so it's all about tapping back into, as we do this healing work, tapping back into our soul's truth then and bringing that through, like remembering who we really are, remembering our connection to source, to God, to universe, whatever you feel connected to say, and focusing on that. And it is a remembrance. You know, it's not about trying to figure out what your new belief is. It's about, okay, let's drop in and remember who we are. And then what am I being called to choose to believe? So ancestral healing is really big on that. And then inner child as well, and forgiving ourselves, forgiving our younger selves, because often what happens with money particularly is that we take on these feelings of shame or guilt when maybe we were five years old and we took this on because we saw a parent working really hard and always being stressed out and never having enough to pay bills or whatever the story was. And we take it on as a kid that it's shameful or we feel guilty or whatever it might be, that emotion. And so a big part of this, a big part of the healing work is forgiving ourselves. We get taught to forgive others so much and you hear that a lot, but not many people remind you to forgive yourself. And I found that that was more powerful for me in my journey than forgiving others. I also did the forgiveness work for my parents and my grandparents and people that I took on these beliefs from. But when I forgave myself, my inner child, and even my teenage self, she was a bit of a rebel and all the things she went through, that shifted a lot. So there's a lot of different healing tools that I teach and that people can pull on. And, you know, I use different tools in my courses like EFT tapping and embodiment practices, breath work a lot, hypnosis and things like that. But ultimately it starts with our connection to our self and that inner voice and our soul and just being in dialogue. And then it's about after we start to do these initial healing layers and healing these wounds, then expanding into, okay, who am I really? And if I was in discussion with my higher self, what would she let me know or they let me know? And, and, you know, meditation dropping in can be really powerful to do that, to hear those messages coming through. And who do I choose to be now? What do I choose to believe? How do I choose to show up myself? And that's where the embodiment practices come through and really feeling safe in the body to receive. And it's a whole other (laughs) thing, but you know, I don't want to uh, give too many things because it gets complicated for people to start. I just want to strip it back to look at your money story, bring the awareness through, speak to your ancestors, heal the lineage. And that can just be meditation that you can do for yourself and inner child work. And just those three things are going to be powerful, really great starting point. I love those. Yes. I've been mm-hmm. doing a bit of all of that. And, but just hearing you, you know, reflecting it back to me, I, I'm just feeling other depths I need to go with it. And it's so interesting because my mom always said this saying shirt sleeves to shirt sleeves in three generations, which basically means like working class to working class in three generations, which is something mm. you in the US where it's like maybe working class or immigrant, you know, hustle, hustle, hustle. Then they get to a certain point, then their children kind of take it on, make a ton of money. Mm. And then their kids don't have the hustle or drive or worthiness or whatever. They don't really mm-hmm. have to work. And then by the time they're, they have kids, 
the money's gone. So it's this, it is this interesting three cycle. And I've seen that within my own family and I see it within a lot of others. So, I mean, I'm just really seeing that generational ancestry work and just how poignant Mm. Yeah, absolutely. It's something I've been diving into more in the last few months and I will be bringing it more into my work. I think it's really important. I think it's really powerful. And I believe as well that when we heal ourselves, we also heal those ancestors that have gone before us that have passed on um, and that we heal that lineage. And also we're starting that new paradigm, right? And, and passing that on to our daughters and sons. And yeah. yeah. Selenite wand that, yes. 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 <laughs> 21, it really does, you know, I mean, part of me is like, what is time anyway? Time is not linear. Yeah. We're in a multiverse. So, I mean, there's that part of my brain, but then the other part of my brain is like, and if we are starting in this new year, this is the time to really create the life we want. You know, now <laughs> is the time. It's like no holes barred. Like this is the time we've all been gearing up towards to really create it. And so, and it's a little scary because it's just like jumping yeah. off, but you know, the yeah. time is now. Dive in. <laughs> yeah, the time is now. I was saying to my clients the other day, you know, there's been, you know, the divine feminine rising and this new paradigm coming through. And people saying like, it's coming, it's coming. And I said, I was in a, a mastermind group that I run. I said, it's here. No more. It's coming. Like we're in it. Yeah. Let's accept that now. <laughs> we're actually in it. Yes. we're still- yeah, Like it's happening. <laughs> accept it and dive in. Yeah, totally. Well, thank you so much. I mean, I want to be very mindful of your time. We have, you know, kids, but if there's anything else, I feel like you did a beautiful wrap there, but if there's anything else you would like to end on or add, feel free, but. Oh, to just remind the mothers that you're amazing and you're doing the best that you can and you can do it and to put you first, to nurture your energy, to nurture your soul. And by doing that, you embody that beautiful energy for your children. And yeah, to just be really discerning with your energy. I think that's one of the most important things, you know, saying no more than you say yes and saying yes when it's a a yes and being present with our children. It's something that I'm always mastering, you know, (laughs) reminding myself that when I'm with my daughter, like be in the moment, be in the magic. So yeah. Be in the magic. I love Mm -hmm. that. (laughs) Thank you so much. It was such an honor to have you on and I will continue being inspired by you this year. And as I move through my own money story, and I'm just excited to see what more you bring forward for all of us. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. This has been a beautiful conversation and I appreciate you and your work and thank you for having me. Thank you so much.